Sorry I didn't record last night. I was um talking with a friend and um you know, catching up takes a while. Um so I could only kinda do one thing, went to the gym. Um so this is going to be another episode about the crow reservation. Just getting into my notes here. Um, okay, so we've already talked about the Crow Reservation in Montana, um, the areas that were shown in the episode, uh, Peter Santanello's episode, um, and we've talked about the traditions. Um, we're gonna talk about hunting and food that was mentioned, um, so... When it comes to hunting and food, um, you know, there are, you know, there was a bit of part of a clip where somebody was seen along the side of a road kind of carrying a shotgun. Um, they mentioned duck hunting, uh, white-tailed deer, um, a lot of other animals, um, that are hunted um there's kind of some controversy about non-natives hunting on native land and so it kind of goes to the issues with um people who are actually residents um, who are tribal residents versus non-tribal residents um and the and you know permits being issued on tribal lands to non-tribal people and so there's some controversy over this so there's some issues about uh tribal crow lands being leased possibly by the bia um to non-tribal members and the lands that are being leased they used to be lands that um you know tribal people were allowed to hunt on um, but because non-tribal people are leasing them out, they allow non-tribal people to hunt on that tribe on that tribal land. Um, it says that you know for that reason, sometimes uh, crow people are banned from actually hunting on some of their traditional lands due to the landowners. Um, the non-tribal landowners not allowing them on that property that's being leased by those non-tribal people. Um, so they mentioned that the BIA or the BLM, uh, not the BLM movement, but the BLM, um, uh, it's kind of like a police, like, I don't know what they're, what, what they're actually considered. It's like, um, So the BIA, I'm trying to find where I wrote down what it stands for. Um, Bureau of Land Management. So the BIA is Bureau Police Bureau of Indian Affairs. And then the BLM is Bureau of Land Management. Uh, but 
these are not necessarily Crow tribal people that are in these bureaus. And so it kind of affects how the land is being, you know, given to people even still. And, you know, Peter Santanello made a point, which was something I thought, too, that um, I think I'm not the only one who thought this way, that, you know, that reservation lands are, you know, they're reserved specifically for specific tribal people. You know, it's reserved land for those people um, to have their own laws, their own rules, you know, but it seems like they're being governed still and manipulated still. Um, and I just want to put this out there because it's like, you know, if I didn't know, and I'm, I'm a person who studies multiple types of cultures on my own, like for fun. And I'm like, I'm coming across all this information. That's like, none of this is mainstream information, but it's going on like now. Um, James was mentioning that it was recent. It was pretty recent that these, um, uh, lands were, uh, that, that the, um, uh, permits were starting to be given to non-tribal people. Um, so they're allowed to hunt on the land. Um, this is in Montana. Um, so he mentions, uh, James mentions that historically buffalo were killed um, and there was a workaround that the government made saying that um, they allowed it due to these like large machinery needing these, um, like these cotton gins and things uh, needing like these leather bands because they were stronger, like the buffalo hide leather bands were stronger than the ones they were using before so that was the justification used to kill off the buffalo um and the buffalo were a big part of the crow culture um and yeah um so because the non-tribal people are being allowed recently to hunt on the crow reservation this is causing regulations by uh, by, you know, they're making regulations. Uh, there's an agency making reser- re- regulations, um, uh, that, uh, allow crow people to acquire a certain amount of food. So instead of them being able to just go and get whatever they need to sustain themselves, now there's more regulations, strict regulations, that now they can't just, you know, fill their freezer or whatever. Like, they, they ha- they're regulated now. Um, they mentioned people uh, can uh, often barely afford food. Now, in the part of the episode where they mention the food, there's some pretty pricey food um, rates that I'll get to. Uh, people can barely afford food. They can barely afford rent. Uh and they can barely afford utilities. And so hunting has been a way to supplement to be able to live off the land because that food is free. Um, James mentions that, you know, the Crow Reservation is a food desert. Uh, the closest uh, grocery store to town is 12 miles away. 
and the grocery store that was in town burned down a few years ago. He didn't say what year, but he said a few years ago uh, prior due to arson. And so the grocery stores, there's this uh, branded grocery store called IGA. So there's one in the area of Montana called Hardin, and there's one in the area of Montana called Lodgegrass. And when they showed the prices of some of the food, so uh, at the Lodge Grass IGA, uh, for about 16 sausages, those small sausage links was $7. Um, a gallon of milk was $8.30. Bologna for just like the, mm, probably about four inches of a package of, of bologna was uh five dollars and 75 cents that's like processed bologna um a cantaloupe one cantaloupe was six dollars uh one banana was 80 cents a bag of chips like the size that you would buy like uh, not like the small little individual fun size packages and not like the kind you'd buy at 7-eleven packages but the one that's like a little bigger like the regular size uh, bag of chips that you would bring like maybe to a barbecue, $4. Um, they have uh, choke cherries on the reservation. Uh, he mentioned that there's sun-dried choke cherries. Um, those can be rehydrated with water. Um, there's um, cattle that, you know, based on a vision, that someone had, you know, that there would be cattle all over in the land. There's a lot of cattle. And um, per tradition, you know, food was made with protein, fat, and berries. Um, but this is definitely an issue with the hunting and food situation. Uh, because, you know, if resources are already scarce, and now there's these extra allowances for non-tribal people to be coming onto the land and for the people on the reservation to have restrictions of how they can hunt um this is a problem in my opinion it's like like what what are the crow people supposed to do you know it's like i wouldn't be able to afford these prices you know um and when you looked at the store like if this is a major store when you look at the store there wasn't even like a lot available like when you look at the at the store it was like you know how when you go to the meat section and there's like a lot of meat there was not a lot of meat um there was not a lot of anything um uh there was a lot of stuff missing um and he says traditionally you know they're pretty heavy meat eaters and so that's a problem, you know, and it's like, okay, there's no buffalo, you can't hunt a lot, um, there's a lot of stuff that you kind of just can't do, and so I don't even know, it's like, when it comes to these kind of things, it does make me wonder, you know, I'm like, like, um, who's giving away the rights, like, it might be like a money move on the part of of uh tribal tribal councils which were set up by the u.s government but the tribal council the sorry the tribal government that was set up by the u.s government um on the reservations they might be the ones making the 
allowances for, you know, all these different people to come on the land. You know, I'm assuming that permits are going to cost money and that money is going to go to somebody. But it's not like the whole tribe is like, you know, sharing the money. Um, I mean, these are big issues and um, I see it as very problematic, Um, especially considering that there aren't even really grocery stores near. Like there's no grocery stores around Um, really. I mean, 12 miles is far. Like I'm thinking in L.A., 12 miles is like even even further from like the coast of maybe like Redondo Beach area inland to like Inglewood that's about 10 miles and that's about a 30 minute drive in the city um so I don't really know I don't really know it's uh yeah I don't really know but um yeah that's just kind of how it is I guess but, um, I don't know. I think something should be done or at least looked into. I don't know what that is, but, you know, at the very least, I'm like, you know, I'd rather just put the information out there because I have a platform to speak. Um, I don't live on a reservation. Um, I don't know anybody who lives on the, on the Crow Reservation, but, I mean... I do consider it a form of injustice, um, a lot of the things that were discussed in the video, but for now, uh, thanks for listening.